we have uh, the Community Choice Aggregation Committee and Pat Patrick Roach from Good Energy to discuss the draft Medfield Municipal Aggregation Plan and to request that we vote to open the aggregation plan to public review and comment and schedule a public hearing on the aggregation plan at our January 15th meeting. Welcome, Megan Sullivan and, and Patrick Roach via the Zoom. Well, Patrick. Thank you. So if we can let Patrick share slides, is that what he's doing? Okay. Uh, great, I'll do that right now, yep. While he's doing that, I would say I'm happy to be here and from the Community Choice Segregation Committee. It's been myself, Nick, Gus, and um, Bob Wittergrad. And as you know, we, um, town meeting, approved Community Choice Segregation as a concept and a plan for the town. And what we've done since then is um, we put the um, request for proposal out for an energy broker to assist us with this and we selected Good Energy at the beginning of October. And then since then, we've been working pretty quickly actually to develop the um, actual community choice aggregation plan. And so that's what we have in draft form. You saw it in the packet. And now I'm going to introduce you to Patrick Roach, who's going to walk you through a, a few of the key elements about community choice aggregation to get that one. Excellent, thank you, Megan. Can you hear me? Uh, great. Okay, so I'll dive into it. We've got like eight slides and the idea is to give a little overview of what's in the plan and then we can talk a little bit about the process for the public review. Uh, so uh, it, just to situate us in terms of where, where we are and where we're going, um, this is the, the public review process. So the, the aggregation program is ultimately sort of governed by a plan. And we, we've developed this draft plan and now is the time where we are required to put it out for public review and comment. And that also includes having a public hearing. Uh, and after we have this review process, then it would come back to the board to vote on whether to move it to the next step, effectively to approve it locally. And then that moves us um, really to sort of the, the state level process. So. Uh, there's a consultation with the Department of Energy Resources. Um, and actually we probably would start that in parallel with this public review process. Uh, but the real, the real state review is at the Department of Public Utilities. Um, they, they do, they do an, a review and approval process. And, and this often will take uh, at least a year uh, based on current timelines at the DPU. Um, and that's largely just due to the lack of any deadline for them and a uh, very uh, full slate of, of other things that, that they have to have to review. Um, so that once the Department of Public Utilities has also approved the plan, then Medfield is sort of ready to go, um, effectively uh, ready to go out to bid for electricity. And one of the important things with this program is that the town is never obligated to start this program, never obligated to sign an electricity contract to, to start this. Um, so if conditions aren't right, even though you have all your approvals uh, or you know, something changes in town, you know, you're never under obligation to move forward. But um, if you do receive an acceptable bid, uh, then, and, and you sign a, an agreement, uh, then you would be moving forward into launching the program um, and we'll talk about what, what, that, what that entails, but effectively when we're launching, we're doing an extensive education and outreach process to make sure people are aware that this program is coming and what options they have in it. 
And as the consultant working with the town, Good Energy's role here is really to be involved at every step of the process and essentially uh, do all of the work <laughs> and let uh, you know, the town make the decisions. So when it comes to, for example, the, uh, the education outreach period, we're designing all the materials um, we're, we're printing them, you know, we're making it all happen, uh, but working with the town on the messaging and approvals and, and things like that. Um, we're also taking you out to bid, but of course it's, it's the town's decision about the, um, whether, whether to move forward or not. So that's a bit of sort of where we are and where we're headed. And in terms of the, the, the plan itself that you'll see, uh, these are sort of the goals that are kind of guiding how this was put together by, by the committee with, with good energy. So, uh, first, looking to use clean energy and help support the growth of renewable energy, help transition us away from fossil fuels, and then also expand consumer choice for electricity supply, so add new choices into the mix. And, and importantly, this is the third bullet, these are town vetted alternatives. They're, they're new choices that don't exist today that are going to be um, you know, overseen by a contract that the town manages. And that has an important differences compared to what else might be available for your typical residential consumer on the market today, you know, where they're really a sort of a, um, a, a, a taker of contract terms. The town, you know, you're going to be big enough that we can dictate what those terms are. Uh, then also offering protection against market volatility. So the, the utility rate that most um, you know, residential consumers are on right now changes every six months. And it's actually really skyrocketed this winter. We'll get into that. But effectively, we can contract for uh, you know, a couple of years at a time to get a, a fixed rate that, that really uh, eliminates that kind of variability. And then in, you know, overall, really trying to provide advantageous and predictable pricing for electricity. So looking to, I think, really kind of be sort of a win-win on the environmental and the, the price side of things. Uh, we do want to be clear, you'll see this disclaimer down at the bottom, we can't guarantee savings compared to the utility rate, just because we don't know exactly what their rates are going to be into the future. But our track record at Good Energy, we work with over uh, 50 communities, 40 active programs in Massachusetts. Our track record has been uh, one that's very strong on, on delivering um, savings to our communities. So that's sort of the goals, they're guiding it. And then what the plan describes is an experience for an individual participant. Uh, this is how, how it would work. When we're ready to launch, when, we've, when the town's signed an electricity supply contract, um, we have a minimum 30-day uh, period before the launch where we're doing this education and outreach to make people aware of their participation. And effectively, if, if you are an electricity customer today who is with Eversource on basic service, which basically means you haven't chosen a different supplier, um, you would be automatically enrolled into the program, into the default supply of the program, unless you choose to opt out. And so our whole education and outreach process is really geared to make sure people understand that this is, that they will be automatically enrolled and, and how they can, if they want to, how they can opt out before the program even starts. Um, and, and generally, I would say, you know, the, the vast majority of residential and small business customers in Medfield are in that category. They're, they haven't chosen a supplier, so they'd be eligible for automatic enrollment. Um, there are going to be people who have already chosen their own supplier. They're not going to be automatically enrolled, but they're always able to join the program if they'd like to. And one of the key things with this, this plan, it says, is that people can leave the program called opting out or change their, their option 
at any time without penalty. So even if you don't opt out in the beginning, but one month in you wanna get out or, or five months in, you can opt out without penalty. And then just as a reminder, this is handling the supply side of things. So your bill has a delivery portion and a supply portion. This is changing the supply, but the delivery essentially, you know, making sure the wires and poles are maintained, responding to storm outages, that stays the same and that's gonna remain with Eversource. So they'll continue to be the one to call when the power is out. And then if you're someone who is, uh, has solar on their home, is doing net metering, or maybe you're uh, in the low income category and you're getting a discount on your entire bill, those are unaffected as well, which is great. So this, this keeps, uh, keeps those things exactly the same. So in the plan, one of the main things is what, uh, we, what sort of electricity options we're gonna be offering. So we call those supply products, electricity supply products. And the first one you see here is, is the standard one. This is, this is the product that if you were automatically enrolled, you'd be enrolled into this, this product. So this is called Medfield Standard. And the idea is that this includes a little extra renewable energy above the state standards, um, but we're still trying to keep it competitive and hopefully have some savings. So we're, this is really trying to be a win-win on, um, on clean energy and, and savings. And then what we wanna do is offer some other options based on um, you know, what sort of preferences uh, uh, you know, other, other people may have. So one would be another, this is an optional one that you could choose would be the basic, and that would just meet the state standards. That would be the lowest cost in the program for someone who's really looking for the absolute lowest cost. And then we'd have two options for people who are looking to really increase the amount of renewable energy that they have. And you know, you'd probably be looking at paying a little bit of a premium compared to, compared to you know, where the rates are today. So that would be a 50% and a 100% option. Um, and as the state standards go up, you know, over time, the 50%, we might not need to offer that, but um, it's, it's, uh, we have kind of two, two opt-up levels, uh, so to speak. But the key is that the Medfield standard is where uh, people would be automatically enrolled into and generally where most people uh, would end up staying. And just, to, I just wanted to uh, show an example of this in action. So the, the nice thing is Medfield is, uh, is implementing this, we're looking to implement this after uh, many communities in the state have done this. Somewhat nearby uh, is Dedham, and that's a community served by Good Energy. They've been implementing a similar approach with their standard product where they increase the amount of renewable energy a little bit. And their, pro their program's been running since beginning of 2016. That's the green line there. And the blue line that's bouncing all over the place is the Eversource residential rate for comparison. So effectively, you can see that in comparison, we've been much more stable, but also generally much lower, which is nice. Not in every six month period, but certainly over the term of, of the contract, if you've been participating in this, you've come out ahead um, and you've been getting cleaner energy. So that's effectively a good example of what, what Medfield's looking to do. And then the plan has an education outreach section. So this really gets into the detail about how we're gonna get the word out um, before we launch the, the program. And again, launch won't, won't happen for a while because we'd have to go through that Department of Public Utilities review process. Um, but what we do is we make sure that everyone who's going to get enrolled or who, who would be automatically enrolled gets two pieces of mail. They get a postcard 
uh, and this really just introduces the program. It's got town branding on it and says, you know, hey, we have an electricity program coming and we advertise the date of a community meeting to learn more. And one of the key things with this whole thing is, is you don't see good energy. This is, this is the Medfield program. Uh, it's been named Medfield Community Electricity. So it's, it, it's very easy to, to distinguish from those other third-party offers you get in the mail because this is gonna have the town seal on it, municipally branded. Um, so we're really leading with that, with that, um, with, with that angle. So we get the postcard, everybody gets that. And then the, uh, there's a letter that has the de all the detail, the rates, the exact options. And then it also has a, it tells you how to opt out. And that includes a, a phone number, a website you can go to, and it has a postage paid mailer. So this, you get, you get these two things about 30 days before the program launches. And what we do is before you get that mailer and then during those 30 days, we try to do a whole bunch of other outreach, um, in-person meetings, social media, press releases, you know, things running on the cable access TV um, to get to build up awareness and, and help make sure people understand what's, what's going on. So there's a, the, the section of the plan that, that details uh, what we're gonna be doing around that. Uh, and then, getting towards the end here. So that's sort of just a, a short synopsis of what the meat of the plan is. And what we'd be looking to do here is to um, open the public review period up, you know, sort of as soon as possible. And we have a, a, a website, which I'll, I'll show you in a, in a second, um, where the plan is hosted. And then, uh, you know, the state, the state law requires a minimum of two weeks public review, but um, what we would be looking to do really is actually do it for you know about a month and we could give a reminder at the January 11th meeting. And then we could, on the 18th, we could hold a, um, a the public hearing at the, as part of the select board meeting. And um, that would sort of close out that, that, that review process. So that's sort of the, the timeline we'd be looking to do. And then we'd be in probably in shape to, um, to submit to the, to the Department of Public Utilities soon soon after that. Um, and I do just have a, a reminder down here, since, since this would only be, you know, we'd be, we still have to go through that whole state level review process. The, the program is definitely not launching this, this winter. And so if you see any offers, just as a reminder, they won't be associated with the town um, this winter. And then just to give you a taste of what we would do to help promote review, uh, in addition to these, these select board meetings, We've got a website, which Good Energy maintains, but we've tied into the town's website. Uh, it's called electricity.medfield.net. And it has a copy, we'll, ha we'll have a copy of the plan for download um, and a comment form, and also uh, instructions if you want to provide your, your comment in writing or, or by phone. And we'll get card copies of the plan over to town hall and the library. And then we'll do notices on the town's homepage, like in that news flash section, We'll have some notices running on cable access uh, and then we'll get some hard copy flyers up uh, around. And then we'll do some outreach to local press, Medfield Hometown Weekly, Patch, Insider, things like that. We'll work with Nick and the town to do some social media awareness and again, continuing to promote it at the uh, select board meeting. So uh, trying to get, get that, that awareness out for review and comment. Um, so I will, I'll stop there and uh, happy to answer questions about the plan or the process. Any questions?
Did I hear you correctly, Patrick, that if I have opted into a different electric provider, that I won't automatically get enrolled in the town? Yes, you heard correctly. Okay. Thank you. I just tried to visit your website. It's not live, apparently. Oh, this electricity.medfield? Let me, um, it should be. Can you see my screen here? Um, this, yeah. So uh, yeah, so you see here, it's it's um, we we this is sort of in anticipation <laughs> of it, but public review period, yep. and then you will have the plan and a form here where you can um, comment. And then there's a little some information about basically what I presented tonight. Someone there's some other places people can learn about the the offerings, the renewable energy, uh, things like that. Patrick, maybe for clarity, would somebody like Slack um, and Peterson who has opted up with a competitive supplier, will he receive a public notice about the program or not? He would not receive a mailing. No, uh, hopefully he would um, be, you know, see some of the other other outreach we're doing. Um, and we would certainly come to select board meetings, you know, as part of that as well. Any other questions, Pete? No. I don't have any questions. I guess I, I, I make the observation that uh, this is this is a program that if it, if it can roll out the way that uh, other towns have been able to do it, it does represent from a default. The issue I've always had is when you default to something, if we're going to do an opt-out, the default needs to leave people better off than they would be if, they, if nothing had happened. I think, uh, as Patrick mentioned, and as you saw in that chart, it's not like the price would always be lower than what the basic service could be at any particular point in time, but the goal is to have it be attractive overall. Uh, so that, that's, uh, that has allayed my initial concerns about having this kind of an opt-out program. And I'm optimistic from the, the meetings that I've been in that uh, we're gonna be going down the path here. Bill. Just, I'd like to ask a question. So I skimmed the agreement. And everything else. Yes, Bill Nassaro, 36 Evergreen Way. Uh, so I skimmed the agreement. I just had a question on after opting out, what's the procedure for getting back in? Is there a time period? Is there, you know, you have to wait X number of days, weeks, or months? Is there a penalty for getting back in, after, you know, after having opted out without a penalty? Yeah, so, great like, question. So there's, there's no real time period. Um, effectively, everything happens on your monthly bill. So if you opted out, you could opt back in the next month, effectively, get back in. Um, the, uh, and generally, when you opt back in, and you could do that uh, on the website or by calling the supplier, um, you'll, you'll get the program rate. Uh, the, the, the caveat to that, though, is that the supplier would have the option to uh, charge you a market rate if they so choose. In, and the, re the reason for this is suppliers are looking to avoid the wholesale migration you know, of half the town out of the program and then, then back in. Um, so they're sort of covering themselves in that. The way, the nice thing is these programs have been operating for years now and we do see some people you know, jump in and out and, um, but, in general, most people really are just, they're just staying in. And so suppliers 
don't invoke that. Um, it's actually more hassle for them to do that, to manage different pricing than to just you know, give you the price. So really, unless you're a, um, like a large business account, uh, whose load is a substantial, you know, addition, you know, that they would be picking up. Um, you're, if you opt out and come back in, you're, you know, you're effectively, you're going to get the same rate that, that the program's offering. Okay. But there's nothing in agreement right now that basically you're just hoping that things remain the way they are now in the future that suppliers are willing to grant that. And I think this, this is not a criticism. I just want to, want to understand and I think people would be interested in knowing that, that it's you know not necessarily a free swinging door both ways uh, yeah I yeah I think you've described it correctly and and the idea there too is the benefit of um, by, by minimizing risk for the supplier we help get everybody a, a lower rate since they're not, not uh, a generally risk to them um, you know means risk premium in the price so yep Thank you. I mean, I, and it, you know, it's not unreasonable for a supplier to expect to, you know, not to have to face constant changes, people jumping in and jumping out or anything else. So that was why I first asked if there was a time period, you know, once you were out, you had to stay out for X number of days or weeks or whatever, but thank you. Yeah. Um, so the request here is to open the public comment period and schedule a public hearing on January 18th. I, uh, I, with one other correction, Patrick, I'm given that I'm the instigator on the error on the reinforcement date after Nick, I think you first said the 4th of January or the, the 11th of January, I thinking I had superior knowledge from our last meeting. So no, 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 it's the meetings on the 11th, not the 4th. And we are now officially back to the 4th of January. So <laughs> I've learned that I would be better off if I would just stay shut up at times. Uh, but anyway, that, that uh, reinforcement date will be the, at this point at least, is the 4th of January, not the 11th, just so everybody knows. Um, so I'll uh, make a motion that we open public comment period for the uh, Community Choice Aggregation uh, Electricity Plan uh, and uh, with, the, with the plan to hold a formal public hearing to close out the public comment period on our meeting on January 18th. Second. All in favor? Aye. Any opposed? Patrick, thank you very much. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Patrick. Yeah, thank you, Gus. Thank you all. Thank you, Megan.